Are you ready to be stirred and receive an impartation of faith to move forward into all that God has purposed for your life? Welcome to the Stirring of the Waters podcast. I am your host, Elaine Haynes. I will be sharing what the Lord has given me through the anointing of the Holy Spirit on the Logos and Rhema words of God. Welcome to Stirring of the Waters. I'm your host, Elaine Haynes. And today I'm going to be sharing with you what the Lord has given me for the year 5783 in 2023. It's going to be a year of converging for coalescing, bringing forth God's purposes in the earth. As I was seeking the Lord about 5783, he orchestrated through a personal experience, revelation of what he's going to be bringing forth. I've often found that God will have me experience something firsthand that's going to be forthcoming. And I always seek him at the head of the year, the Hebraic calendar. Many times he speaks to me through a vision or a dream, but this, but sometimes it's experientially, and this time very much so. So on August the 28th, 2022, God sovereignly moved in my family. It was truly amazing. He, I, I mentioned it a couple of podcasts ago, just briefly, because I really didn't understand the full ramification of it, and I wasn't even relating it to 5783 at that time. But in that time, he orchestrated double water baptisms with the two old, oldest members of the family and the two youngest. They were in two different states, and none of them knew about the other's plans. There were also double sevens. The youngest was seven years old, the oldest in his 70s. I found out about it through a happenstance phone call with my nephew. And I was, we were trying to set up a time to talk on the phone. Actually, this was a text that I had with him first. And then when we did talk, found out that <clears throat> on the same day that my youngest grandchildren got baptized, water baptized, his parents, my brother and his wife, got water baptized. This was astonishing. I mean, the, the I saw such goodness and of God in this. It's like, how could God orchestrate? I mean, I know how he could, but why would he? And I knew it had to mean something. And the fact that I rarely talk to my nephew, a couple times a year at most, and the fact that this phone call was orchestrated on that day, because otherwise we wouldn't have even made that connection at all. So I was truly overwhelmed by the God's sovereignty in this and his goodness. And I was trying to comprehend what it meant. And as I saw him, this is what I heard. I am converging for coalescing to have my purposes established in the earth. I am bringing forth the destinies written in my book to restore my purposes in the bloodlines of generations. So in my case, there were three generations encompassed in this double set of baptisms. The youngest, again, was seven, representing the future, and the eldest in his 70s representing the past. Seven symbolizes perfection and completion. So this is the generations converging for coalescence. I'll explain that in a minute. To bring forth God's purposed redemption and restoration of the bloodline. Also, during this time, three groups of family members had recently found good churches and become reconnected and aligned to God's purposes. I'm going to talk more about three later because three is in 5783. So as I was meditating on these things, 
The Lord gave me a vision of a DNA strand, a double helix, and I heard then I'm reconstructing and restoring DNA that has been damaged. Watch and see miraculous healing signs and wonders in this year. This is a year of divine recovery and restoration. And I've got two verses for that that he led me to. Isaiah 49, 25, which is one of my favorite verses. And I encourage you, if you have children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, to stand on this verse. But thus saith the Lord, even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away, and the prey of the terrible shall be delivered. For I will contend with him that contendeth with thee, and I will save thy children. And then Joel 2, 25 and 26, I'm sure you're all familiar with. I will restore to you the years the locusts have eaten, the canker worm, the caterpillar, and the palma worm, my great army which I sent among you. And ye shall eat in plenty and be satisfied, and praise the name of the Lord your God that hath dealt wondrously with you, and my people shall never be ashamed. 5783 is a year where we will see the sovereignty and goodness of God made known in ways that only he can orchestrate. So I further heard him say, I'm converging to bring forth emerging. I'm addressing what the enemy has been repressing. Watch and see the coalescing. So again, now we're back to the converging and coalescing. What does that mean? I wasn't really sure. I mean, I, I thought I knew what it meant just by the context. I'm pretty good at reading definitions in a context, but I wanted to make sure I was hearing correctly. So I looked it up. Converge means to move forward toward one point or one another, to come together as in converging paths. Coalesce means to grow together, uniting into a whole, uniting for a common end, arising from a combination of different elements. Now, interestingly, the word for coalescing in the Greek is sumbibazo, which means to cause to coalesce, to join together, to put together parts of the body, knit together into one whole, compacted together, starting to sound familiar, United and knit together in affection. And there, that word, sumbabazo, the coalescing, is found in three verses. Ephesians 4.16, Colossians 2.19, and Colossians 2.2. And I'm going to read them to you. Ephesians 4.16. From whom the whole body, fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplies, according to the effectual working and the measure of every part, maketh the increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. Colossians 2.19. And not holding the head, which is Jesus, it's capitalized, from which all the body by joints and bands having nourishment ministered and knit together increases with the increase of God. Colossians 2 and 2. That their hearts might be comforted, being knit together in love, and unto all riches of the full assurance of understanding, to the acknowledgement of the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ. So what I heard in that is that 5783 is a year where we will also see God moving to bring together the body of Christ into the unity of the Spirit, as the God of peace will bruise Satan under our feet. God has been exposing the tactics of the enemy. He's been revealing those that are causing division. I think we've all seen that. And he's giving discernment and wisdom in this time for proper alignment and obedience to his voice. I'm going to read to you out of Romans 16, 17 through 20. Now I beseech you, brother, excuse me, I beseech you, brethren, Mark them, which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you have learned. Avoid them. For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, and by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. For your obedience is come abroad unto all men. I am glad, therefore, on your behalf, but yet I would have you wise unto that which is good and simple concerning evil. 
and the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet shortly. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. The 5783 is also going to be a year of double blessing to bring forth God's purposes. As I shared with you about the experience in my family, the double, two water baptisms on both ends, there's more. As I was asking the Lord, questioning whether, was that really a word for 5783 or is that something just personally? He brought another confirmation. My husband and I, we have a house church in our community and we were invited to start a second one in a friend's home at the beginning of September. But there were delays. So I sensed the Lord in the delays, and I thought perhaps he wanted us to start it near the beginning of 5783. So we set it for the Thursday preceding, which was this past Thursday. It wasn't until the morning of the meeting that I realized the date was 9-22-22. And nine represents birthing the new. But instantly the Lord spoke to me, Isaiah 22-22. Again, there's the doubles. But listen to what the doubles are. And the key of the house of David will I lay upon his shoulder, so he shall open and none shall shut. And he shall shut and none shall open. Now what happened next is absolutely almost unbelievable, but it happened, okay? Immediately after I saw this, I had that revelation and saw um, that it's the doubles. I received a phone call inviting me to be a speaker at the Holy Spirit Summit Keys of the Kingdom Conference on... October 22, 2022. So God was making it very clear in his confirmation of the double that this is the year of the double blessing and the imperative to use the keys of authority we've been given. So we can expect to see God sovereignly moving to bring about his kingdom in the earth through you. He wants to use you. Yes, you. Watch as doors open and favor and authority converge to bring forth what he's destined for your life. Keep praying and decreeing his word and his purposes. Keep sowing into good ground in the natural and the spiritual. You will reap a harvest in whatever you sow. So be intentional with your time and money for kingdom purposes. What you sow, you shall reap. And be expectant for the double blessing in all realms. 5783 is also going to be a year where God's goodness and glory will be magnified. We will see his goodness is glory. And the reason I'm telling you this is because what happened to me. I'm telling you, I was so overwhelmed by God's goodness. when Just at the first part, when I realized the double baptisms on the, the two, and then started realizing the magnitude of what it meant. But I was overwhelmed by God's goodness. I mean, I was already thrilled that my two youngest grandchildren were being water baptized. Then to find out that my brother and his wife were, and they were already born again, but they felt in this urgency of this time that it was time to do it again. I was so overwhelmed by God's goodness. I was undone. Honestly, I, as I was contemplating this for days, weeks, I was like I was staggering under the depth of revelation. My, my spirit was reverberating in the glory. I've never experienced it like that. I've never experienced. I've experienced his, his glory in worship. I've experienced it in revelation. I've experienced it in him speaking to me. Um, but never have I experienced it in the amazement at his goodness. So the first time I understood in Exodus thirty three nineteen. When Moses had asked to see God's glory, God said to him, I will make all my goodness pass before you. That was his response to Moses wanting to see the glory. 
So what I heard by the Spirit is when you begin to comprehend the limitless depths of my goodness, my very nature being good, you will see and experience my glory in new ways. And as I sought him further in this, I was, I was taken to 2 Peter 1 and 3. As his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness, through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. The virtue in the Greek is the word arete, and one of the meanings is goodness. So God is, has called us by his glory and goodness. Romans 2.4, we probably all know this, states it's the goodness of God that leads to repentance, which means changing our mind. When we begin to grasp the revelation of God's goodness being glory, it will change our view of everything. We'll walk in freedom and great expectation because the goodness of God is unending. It is limitless. It's his nature. <coughs> Perceive and receive this revelation today. Know that goodness and mercy follow you all the days of your life. You will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. 5783 is also going to be a year where the prophets shall rise to speak to the pharaohs and show God's power. When Moses and Aaron confronted Pharaoh with God's word to let his people go free, it's Exodus 7, 1 through 7, Aaron, who was Moses' mouthpiece, he was 83 years old. Romans 9, 17 in the Amplified tells us, For the scripture says to Pharaoh, I have raised you up for this very purpose of displaying my power and dealing with you, so that my name may be proclaimed the whole world over. Now we are in the decade of pay. That's eight, the number eight. This is the decade of 80. Which, which is the mouth. And then the number three, again, this is 5783, the number three represents the fullness of the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It represents third-day resurrection power. And what I heard is that in 5783, as God converges disparate parts of the body of Christ, coalescing into unity, we will see the power of the Spirit showing the heart, the desire, the plans, and purpose of the Father as he brings life to sonship in the earth to bring forth a new day of his resurrection power. Prophets will be emboldened as God divinely orchestrates. There's going to be appointments to speak the word of the Lord to pharaohs. And God's power will be seen. The fear of the Lord will sweep the earth as God moves sovereignly, almightily, as he tears down and plants. It's going to be very apparent that God is doing it. It is going to be such uh, such magnitude and such um, gravity that it, it cannot be explained any other way. In Exodus 19.11 and 16, we're told that, and it says, and let them be ready for the third day. For on the third day, the Lord will come down upon Mount Sinai in the sight of all the people. Then it came to pass on the third day, in the morning, that there were thunderings and lightnings and a thick cloud on the mountain, and the sound of the trumpet was very loud, so that all the people who were in the camp trembled. Another third day verse is Esther 5 and 1, and it indicates, this is what I heard in it, the church, the ecclesia, ecclesia, will understand and embrace her purpose and move in authority. On the third day, this is what happened with Esther, she embraced her purpose and stepped forth into her authority. It happened on the third day that Esther put on her royal robes, stood in the inner court of the king's palace, across from the king's house, while the king sat on his royal throne in the royal house, facing the entrance of the house. She stepped into her authority. She embraced her purpose. Another 
aspect of 5783 is God is going to be commissioning his arrows. 5783 in Strong's Concordance is the word ur, you are. It means to be exposed, made bare, and made ready. In Habakkuk 3.9, in the CSB version, the Christian Standard Bible, you took the sheath from your bow, the arrows are ready to be used with an oath. Selah. The New English translation reads, you commission your arrows. And when I read that, I heard the Lord saying to those who have been hidden or sheathed for a season, I'm removing the sheath from my bow and I'm sending you forth with my oaths in your mouth. And you will hit the mark. For you've been purified through my fire, and I know I can trust you to bring forth my word as holy fire, for it has been shut up in your bones for such a time as this. Be sensitive to my leading, for I am commissioning you for specific assignments through divine alignments. And he reminded me of Zechariah 9, 12, and 13. Return to the stronghold, you prisoners of hope. Even today I declare that I will restore double to you, for I have been Judah my bow and fitted the bow with Ephraim. And raised up your sons, O Zion, against your sons, O Greece, and made you like the sword of a mighty man. Ephraim means double fruit. There it is again, another confirmation to get ready for the double. 5783, lastly, is a year of divine recompense. God's people will be blessed, and he will frustrate the plans of his enemies. For 5783 is depicted in the Hebrew as a camel bringing supply. The camel in the Hebrew is the word gamal, and in the third letter, it is the third letter of the Hebrew alphabet. The root of gamal means recompense, which is the giving of reward or punishment. We are going to be see bountiful supply for those following the Lord and punishment for his enemies. And I was led to go to Psalm 83 because this is 5783, and it really depicts what we're talking about here, this year of divine recompense and what God will frustrate the plans of his enemies. A song, a psalm of Asaph. I'm going to read from Psalm 83, 1 through 5, and then 12 through 18. Do not keep silent, O God. Do not hold your peace, and do not be still, O God. For behold, your enemies make a tumult. Those who hate you have lifted up their head. They've taken crafty counsel against your people and consulted together against your sheltered ones. They have said, Come, and let us cut them off from being a nation, that the name of Israel may be remembered no more. For they have consulted together with one consent. They form a confederacy against you, who said, "Take, Let us take for ourselves the pastures of God for a possession. O oh my God, make them like the whirling dust, like the chaff before the wind. As the fire burns the woods and the flame sets the mountains on fire, so pursue them with your tempest and frighten them with your storm. Fill their faces with shame that they may seek your name, O Lord. Let them be confounded and dismayed forever. Just let them be put to shame and perish, that they may know that you, whose name alone is the Lord, are the most high over all the earth. I just want to interject here. When I Just so you know my heart, when I pray, I pray for God's enemies to repent and turn to the Lord most high, and that if they won't, then he will confuse their plans, that he will remove them from positions of authority. I never pray for someone else's death. I want to see people saved and serving the Lord. We don't know who it is that's written in the book. We don't know. There's the weed and the tares, and it tells us that the angels will be the only ones that can separate them at the end of the age. So there's a lot of separation going on right now. And I believe that a, that a big part of it is so that those who are still on the fence, the, the exposure of, of evil is happening in part so that the people that are supposed to be on God's side will turn and come in to their rightful position and place.
So God is continuing to expose evil, to reorder, and to establish according to his plans. He's removing what's not of his design, and he's building his kingdom. And I heard the Lord say, In the world there will be much trouble, but stay in my peace and receive the devil. My blessing brings abundant supply, for I have wells that never run dry. I am moving to bring forth my plan. Do not be fearful of the ways of man. I am the Lord. Stay by my side. I am your God, and I will always provide. Be thankful and continue to give me praise. You will be under my banner that I raise. My kingdom is advancing. Stay in the flow of my leading. My voice always you must be heeding. You will hear the world's woes and distressing, but my kingdom people will walk in blessing. So be encouraged. You know, if you, and if you, I'll tell you, if you're listening to this and you don't know the Lord, you have not received Jesus Christ into your heart, you can do it right now. You can repent. You can recognize that you are a sinner and you're in need of a Savior because that's what He is. He is your Savior. He has taken the place of yourself in the punishments that are due you. He took it upon Himself. He died a horrible death on the cross because without the shedding of blood, there is no repent. There is no um, atonement. So he is the atonement for your sin, and you can receive him just in revelation of recognizing, saying that, that you are a sinner, I am a sinner, and I receive your grace, Father, and I receive salvation today. Re- come into my heart, Lord Jesus, and be filled with the Holy Spirit. I, I say to you, ask the Lord for the Holy Spirit, and he'll give it to you abundantly. Father, I thank you for those that are even now coming into your kingdom today because they're being translated from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of your Son, Jesus. And Father, I, I pray that every other person that's here that already knows you, Lord God, that they're encouraged, that they're exhorted, that they will keep their eyes on you in the midst of the storms that are coming as you bring true recompense, divine justice. And Lord God, prepare our hearts for the double, Lord God. Let us be ready to walk in all that you have for us, Lord God, and to bring forth your kingdom in the earth in this year to come that even starts today. In Jesus' name, amen. Be blessed and tune in next time. Thank you for listening to the Stirring of the Waters podcast. If you like what you heard today, visit ElaineHaines.com, that's A-L-A-N-E-H-A-Y-N-E-S.com, for books, blogs, and spiritual growth. You can follow me on Facebook and subscribe at cpnshows.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. See you next week for the next episode.